Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome. The Casamigos Big Shot Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. And tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to... Tyler Toffoli. His sixth hat trick over there at the Rock. That's a hattie, baby. Bang, bang, bang. Needed it as the Devils go on to win 6-5 in overtime over the defending Stanley Cup champions, the almighty Las Vegas Knights. 877-337-6666. It was lit because the Devils brought back the boy Chico and the return of Chico Eats. I actually got to sit down and meet Chico and talk to Chico during the Devils. What was it? I don't even know what it's called. It was like a, they were showcasing all of the food before the season started, the new food items. And I don't know, it was like Devils food media availability. And I got to sit down and talk to Chico. And he was an awesome guy. And, you know, he's back on the scene. And, the streets are saying the Devils are undefeated since Chico has reemerged. Who just put that on uh, Devils Twitter? I want to give bro credit for it. My computer's moving so slow. I have 300 tabs open. But I want to uh, give proper credit. I-, I love I love following the Devils. I follow Christy Flannery. I follow all of the guys on the call. Amanda Stein. Um... All the guys on the call, and I'm trying to find this guy who just put out the one and O tweet. Doody doody do. Too many tweets. Can't find it. I'll come back to it. Let's go to Vic on Long Island. Vic, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Thanks for joining uh, the show. All right, I'd love to hear your take on uh, on the Giants draft. Uh, I um, initially, I'm always uh, saying. You know, offensive line, offensive line. But the last couple of mock drafts that I've looked at, they got Giants going receiver. And uh, I just wanted to uh, see what you think about, 
you know, the possibility of even uh, maybe like a Brock Bowers or a uh, or the LSU quarterback falling, uh, do we still go receiver or uh, one of the two uh, one of the two linemen, Alt or uh, Fashano? Um, I'll hang up and I'll uh, listen to you. Take on it. Thanks, Vic. Yeah, I just I, I'm I'm looking at Tankathon and they have uh, the Romy uh, uh, Dunzi. Dunzi from Washington at six. Uh, but the way I, I just look at it like this. Right now, Tankathon doesn't know anything. They have three quarterbacks going one, two, three. They have the top three receivers going four, five, six. It's about need. It's about trade. Somebody's going to trade. Um, somebody's going to trade up. I believe, I believe the Chiefs traded up to get Patrick Mahomes. I think the Ravens traded up into the first round to get Lamar Jackson. Um, if you see your man, you got to go get him. You see the guy you like, you got to go get him. There are rumblings that Caleb Williams might not be drafted by the Lions. I think they absolutely have to. I just don't think, I think there's no reality while we're on that. I think there's no reality where you stick with Justin Fields or Lions, Bears, Lions, Tigers, Bears, oh my, they're all the same. Uh, there's no way that the Bears at number one, who have that pick from the Panthers, right? Their own pick has them picking number nine. There's no way you get the number one overall pick and pass on this guy that for years they've been saying is a generational talent at quarterback. It's just too much of a risk because if he goes elsewhere and balls out and actually does become the next quote-unquote Patrick Mahomes, then you'll always be looked at as dummies. I mean, they look at them as dummies right now for passing on Patrick Mahomes. Remember that? So, I don't I don't know. I just as we hear about them trading out and whatever, I don't think that happens. But back to the Giants. Quarterback, 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 you should draft a quarterback. The first pick. Whether that's at 6, whether you could trade up to 4, 3, 2, like let's assume that Caleb Williams is going to the Bears cuz you just you have to do that. Drake May then goes to the Commanders because they're not moving off a of number two if they don't somehow trade up to one to get Caleb Williams or Drake May or whichever one of they're choosing. But let's say Jaden Daniels, let's say Brian Dable absolutely does love Jaden Daniels. And the Patriots, who now are in the post-Bill Belichick era, I don't know what they're going to do. There were some rumblings about some stupid stuff about Mac Jones showing up to the Gerard Mayo press conference in his workout clothes after he clears the whole locker, whatever. I think they should draft a quarterback too. But what if they don't like Jaden Daniels and you can trade up and take Jaden? I don't know. I, you got to get you got to get the quarterback. And then if you want to look at a Brock Bowers, who Brock Bowers is now slipping. Brock Bowers was a, a top 10 pick. Now they have him at 15 going to the Colts. And Joe Alt is right there as a top tackle. But do you swing for an offensive lineman again? You have two tackles that you drafted in the last five years. Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal. So receiver, receiver. At six, they have this Rome Oduze. Odunze. I always say the kid's name wrong from Washington. I've only seen a few Washington games this year. But he's a good receiver. I'm familiar with his work. I've seen him, I've seen him run routes and catch passes and he seems like a, a pretty good receiver. I don't know if you can if you can pass on him there uh, when you look at who the, the Giants are running out there at, at receiver. But ultimately, 
I'll tell Giants fans two things. Dable has been looking at film and players for a long time. And Joe Shane himself said that he's done more work on this draft than the other two drafts. And you saw himself. He was on the recruiting trail. I guess it's the recruiting trail. The You know, going to the different schools while the season is going on, popping up at different campuses, looking at players up close and personal. They're going to have a plan, and they're going to execute it. They helped the Bills draft the team that the Bills had. I mean, and the Bills were banged up. They didn't even have some of those guys. So I would I would feel comfortable that the Giants know who they have on the roster, who they're going to retain, who they're targeting in free agency, and what holes they need to fill via the draft. Let's keep the draft conversation going. John is in Port Jeff Station. What's up, John? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? How's that going? All right. You know, just in here watching uh, NFL Network. Some devil's post game, talking on the fan, taking calls. That's the best part right there, talking on the fan. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. Uh, you know, I look at the Giants, and, and we're talking about, you know, draft picks, and they definitely have, a court, have to get a quarterback. They don't have, I think, in the last five years, maybe you can name somebody, that's been that franchise player even at any position. They haven't picked that they somebody. drafted Andrew Thomas, but he was hurt this year. Andrew Thomas is a hell of a pick, and I know that's Gettleman's pick, not you know, but like they got that right. It's it's easy to to pick a Makai Becton. Sorry, Jets fans, it's easy to pick a Makai Makai Becton and miss. They they picked Andrew Thomas, and that was the right pick. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm hoping he comes through, but like Dexter those, Lawrence, you know, yeah. I just want that player to every play to be in on it. You know what I'm saying? Like a Lawrence Taylor, somebody like that. or, or That's or impossible. That can... Oh, it's near impossible. Um, yeah, I, I, I just want somebody, every time you talk about the game, to say, yeah, he was in on this and he yeah. was in on that. Yeah, you, you know, know what he, it is? It's you, You've swung and missed on a few guys like Evan Neal. The book is still out on Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, there's some other players in the mix there that like, like you drafted Xavier McKinney. He's a good player, but uh, you you kind of expected more from the guy through his tenure, and now he he might be uh, hitting the road. Uh, who else? John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt at center. I think he's going to be a good center, but he's not a guy like it's tough when you're when you're talking about offensive defensive line too. Mike Florio was yeah. on and said, you know, those are the positions where. Uh, when when you don't hear anything about them, they're doing their job. When you hear about them, it's because they're not doing their job. But you want yeah, you want like a linebacker or a corner. I think Deontay Banks is going to be a good player for some time. He's got yeah, the moxie yeah, he, about him. Yeah, he's turned on a little bit. I just I just hope like you know you knew Daniel Jones was not that franchise quarterback. They just held him no. because they needed a couple of years. No, and he's a good kid. He's a pro, but ultimately, like none of that matters. You need a game changer at the position. And if if Brian Dable identifies one or two guys that he thinks can be game changers with his tutelage at that number six pick, you got to be willing to give up almost anything to make a move and get that guy. If it is a Drake May, if it is a Caleb Williams, if it is a Jaden Daniels, and right now they're saying those are the top three quarterbacks in the draft that could go one, two, three. Do you think that they will keep, say they do get a good quarterback and they, and they you know, bring him along, and, and Daniel Jones is in the position next year to, to, to play. Do you think they'll keep Daniel Jones just at a, a bargain price or keep him after as a, as a second, you know, oh, a nah. No, the, his, the way his contract is set up, 
they have an opt-out, I think, um, after this year where there is no keeping him around as a backup or whatever. They, you know, He's going to want to change his scenery anyway. Kid's going to be heartbroken when they draft a quarterback, right? He's going to be crushed when they bring in another guy. That's true. That's true. I, I just I just want that one play, like you said, and hopefully it is quarterback, and then they start as they go down, you know, the second round, third round, and they start getting some impact plays as far as, you know, on the line or on the defensive line. Just get somebody to come through and say, hey, that was a great pick in the second or third round. Because we really haven't had so many of those either, you know. Yeah. I like to get takes that. Yeah, you need game breakers. Thanks for the call, Johnny. You need to identify talent, not just with the sixth overall pick, but second round, third round pick. There are guys out there. Every year we see guys emerge. We talked about the Rams drafting, and they seem to figure it out. Even the Lions, they've got some guys that they picked later on that are that are like Branch and Laporta. Like those guys, they're they're they come in right away. They're studs in the NFL. Let's see. The Dan Jones contract is a four year contract, and let's see where it breaks. It's a four year deal. I think the first three years are locked in there, but that fourth year is. Let's see, Jones reached a four-year, $160 million extension with the Giants. I'm trying to see, because this year would be the second year, and you want Daniel Jones to come back healthy this year, because ideally you don't, you don't look at look at Lamar Jackson and look at Patrick Mahomes. They drafted them with Joe Flacco and Alex Smith under contract starting on the roster. Ideally, you don't want to throw your quarterback into the fire, Zach Wilson. You, that that might be, you know, not not good for him. You can't repair that damage after that. Luke in Lindenhurst, Lindhurst or Lindenhurst? I think it's Lindenhurst or Lindhurst, New Jersey. Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? It's Lindhurst, by the way, Lindhurst. Oh, I thought there was a Lindenhurst. There is two. There is two. But okay. I'm I'm north. Um. Anyway, besides the point, you brought up earlier the fumble rule out of the back of the end zone and I, I, I had to call in because Oh yeah, I let's talk had, about it. I just had this debate with my friend the other day. I see no issue with the rule at all. I, I think that if like you said, a fraction of the inch needs to cross the goal line for the offensive score, but the defense only has to let up a fraction of the inch. So it's only it's already in the favor of the offense, right? Yeah. And I and so you got it's about ball security. If you're gonna dare poke that ball out and not break the plane if you go to reach and that's what it is right the defense has the defense has not, nothing in their favor as a defender i see that ball i'm knocking that ball out so if you want to get cute like McCole hartman did where i literally said he could have just put the burners on he's one of the fastest guys out there run with your head down and take care of the ball and you probably cross that goal line but he didn't want to really take a hit and he got cute and started to try and reach it out okay if you're going to reach the ball out in traffic as a defender I should be able to knock that ball out, and if it goes through the end zone, that's my ball. Oh, absolutely! I 100% agree with you. I think that if if you're going to take that risk, if you're going to if you're going to extend uh, in certain circumstances with one hand, if you're going to extend and try to get that inch on the goal line, if the defender makes a great play, knocks the ball out, and it goes out, they should get the ball. I think I, I, in I that one circumstance, right? Because anywhere else on the field, if it goes out of bounds. They get the ball back. Like even yeah, if you like punch the ball like out, even if you punch the ball out as a defender, that ball is going out at whatever yard line it goes out, and they retain it. But the goal line is supposed to be precious. The defense is trying to stop you from breaking the plane. So if the offense just has to put one centimeter of the ball over, like 
even with, with how they review these plays now, they review it and, and all scoring plays get looked at. And if they even think he's crossed the plane a little bit in there. So, like, I don't have to completely stop you or I don't have to completely be in the end zone. I just got to get the ball a little bit in the end zone. So if you want to reach that ball out and you're not sure of it, you're not 100% breaking the plane and I knock it out and it goes in the end zone, that's my ball. Now they're going to change the play, Luke. Like, we know. They're they're going to change the the penalty. Not penalty. They're going to change the call on it. They're going to change it because this is an offensive-driven league where that doesn't happen, where they get the ball back. But I really don't see a problem with it because you should have better ball security. That ball should be sacred around the goal line. You're about to score. And it it gives it gives the defense something. If I knock that ball out, no points. You don't get a field goal. You don't get a touchdown. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. Now I also my friend was like, so what do you what do you think they should do? I asked him, what do you think they should do to change the rule? I'm curious what your thoughts are. If they are going to change the rule, which it seems like they're going to, how what do you change it to? Like, do they get the ball? Where they fumble, spot of, they yeah, the spot of the foul or spot of the fumble. I guess they would change it to that. Like if you fumble out of the bounds, you get it right on the one yard line where you were, where you had it. But like that doesn't so you're not make being penalized. Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. Because if I'm a DB coming in and knocking that ball out, then I knock the ball out while it was in play, while we were in like a fair territory, not in the end zone where once you cross the end zone, touchdown. Yeah, and you said you played offense too. I played offense too, man. So I, I, and I, and I think that you're right. I mean, like the amount of calls that can go towards, and there can be ticky tack calls too that can go towards. Even as an offensive minded player, I feel like that one rule for the defense makes sense. Probably because we are offensive minded players. Take care of the football. How many times this year in the NFL do we see these guys get so hungry, so thirsty for the end zone? They throw the ball away. That's on you. Take care of the ball when you get around the end zone. I 100% agree. And to get on something else, another point real quick, I want to talk a little baseball with you. I'm a big Yankee fan. I just want to ask, you said you don't think they're going to maybe win 100 games. They could. I'm not winning the 82 and 80 season. I Like you said earlier, I totally think that. I mean, we're not going to see Willie Calhoun and, and all those guys out there again this year. What do you what do you think is a realistic expectation for this year? And how many homers specifically you think Soto and Judge are going to hit, assuming they stay healthy? Combined. Soto and Judge give me give me at least seventy five homers combined, but they're gonna one of them's gonna be hurt or both of them's gonna be hurt. I hate to speak that into existence. And for for a number for wins, just give me over ninety wins, because over ninety wins I think gets you into the dance. Maybe depending on how the division shakes out, if you have ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven wins, you could be the winner of the AL East. I think this team can can win over over ninety ninety three games. Um, but like I said, you just got to get into the dance. It's not about that anymore. And I don't even care about the. I don't care about an AL East title. I don't. I don't care about winning a hundred games. Please, for once, be healthy in October and hit. Yeah, I totally agree with that too, man. And now I heard, I saw a report saying that they offered Blake Snell, and I I don't know if this has changed, but they were the only team I think to offer Blake Snell. Are they officially out on Snell, or is no, there a chance? Nobody's out until he signed. So like. It's funny because these reports are popping up, and I had that in my notes too. There was an NJ.com article talking about the six years, $150 million. I think when we first heard the, ru- the rumor, it was five years. But Scott Boris is going to play this game all the way till the end. The only one that can end this game is Blake Snell saying, I want to be a Yankee. I want to win. I'll take that deal and go prove it over the next six years 
and then maybe test the market again. But I think he even knows. It's funny. There's a video floating around of uh, Snellzilla4 on Instagram. He goes to the store, and he wants some Welch's uh, fruit snacks, and they're 11 49 And he's like, oh, 11 49 This is out of pocket. I'm like, he can't sign in New York. You can't buy anything for less than $10 in New York. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I didn't think they were out on him, but I saw the report that no other team even offered him, and I don't know if that was if that was true. But you're no right. other team is uh, so. What what I heard was that Scott Boris put the the ask out or the contract negotiations at like nine years, two hundred and seventy million. Who's doing that right now? You you said two seventy. 270 is nuts for Blake Snell. Yeah, for a guy who, I mean, he's a two-time Young winner who not a lot of people Yeah, but we all but, know but about his walks. But he had four mediocre years in between those years, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, we know about the down years. We know, like, you you pitched in Tampa and San Diego. That's a huge risk to bring him to a big market and give him that much money. What I'm hoping for, we know he's postseason tested. We know he has won the Cy Young. Like I said, I'm hoping that it gets to spring training, and he's like, all right, I want to be somewhere I'm I'm familiar with Tampa. I don't know if he still has his house there, but he's friends with Judge. And if it comes down to it, the Yankees could slightly come up on that offer, maybe less years, higher AAV, and then boom. I don't know. It could it could go down. I think it's gonna. I don't think at this point in his career he's gonna just sign with the Angels. Like I keep throwing the Angels out there as a team that would be dumb enough to give him nine years, two seventy. I think the San Francisco Giants were also in on him. I think in my notes last week I had a report that. The San Francisco Giants. Yeah, here it is before we go to break. Thanks for the call, Luke. Uh, Back to my notes from last week. According to Bill Madden of the New York Daily News, Scott Boris set the market for starting pitcher Blake Snell at nine years, 70 million. After learning Snell's price, the San Francisco Giants and the Yankees made a desperate pivot to Jordan Hicks and Marcus Stroman, respectively. And that came from San Francisco Giants updates and I don't know whether that's true or not, but I think that's pretty true, right? The San Francisco Giants, the Yankees were looking at Jordan Hicks for their bullpen. The San Francisco Giants gave Jordan Hicks a four-year deal and said, we're going to make him a starter. He's going to be in our rotation. Talk about a desperate pivot. And Joel Sherman wrote the Marcus Stroman thing as a desperate pivot, but it wasn't desperate. Supposedly, Boone met with him in, like, November. Supposedly, they'd been working on potentially bringing Stroman here for months. It wasn't a desperate pivot because Snell didn't accept the offer. It was a sneaky play. 877-337-6666. We got plenty more to do, but let's break it down, and we'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. Don't try and act like you don't know where we be at, neither. We in the club all the time. Pop, pop, pop off. 50. Okay, so a couple things that I was looking for. You know, I'll be like in the middle of a thought. I'll say something and I'll try and get the Internet to back me up. And then that won't happen because the Internet is moving slow and I got 35 tabs open. So Ryan Novozinski, shout out to Ryan Novo 62 on Twitter, covering your New Jersey Devils. He kills it. I follow him, Amanda Stein, Kristen Flaherty, and they all keep me updated on the Devils. And uh, he's the one that put out the Devils are 1-0. Since the return of Chico Eats. And that that's facts. I responded, it do be facts, though. Chico Eats, the legendary man in the arena. Um, I was looking for Daniel Jones out in his contract. The potential out is in 2025. Two years, 82 million, 22 million dead cap. So, you know, I was thinking about when they draft a quarterback and the timing of it, and I'm like, sure, they should want Daniel Jones to come back this year and be able to contribute, right? I think he's not going to be ready to go until late September. What do I know? Maybe he's got ayahuasca. Maybe he's got the sound of dolphins mating. Maybe he's got hyperbaric chamber in his house, whatever. Maybe he comes back faster than that. But I just don't think that the Giants at this juncture can be so worried about his return or his career. There's a lot more at, at stake here. And if you got a guy that you like, you call everybody ahead of you. Maybe Brian Dable has a relationship with Gerard Mayo. Dable used to be a coach in New England. Maybe there's somebody else. Maybe Robert Kraft himself. Hey, um, what do we got to give you to move into that three spot to get Jaden Daniels if that's the quarterback that they want? There's a couple things, and I'm going to say this before we go back to the phones. A couple of things about Caleb Williams. The turnovers, also, uh, he's only 6'1", which I'm like, when they list you at 6'1", like even even in my college, um, you know, game day previews and pamphlets, I'm 6'1", with shoes I'm 6'2", they listed me at 6'2". If they're listing you at 6'1", you're six foot. And when I see him, he's not that, like, it, that matters, man. I know people, to, like, act like it doesn't matter because – um, Drew Brees or Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray, those are exceptions, you know, not the rule. Like, 
Like you, you go ahead and draft Bryce Young first overall. See how that goes. You better have the best offensive line and a bunch of weapons and a run game because there's just no way that this little guy is going to go out there and dominate. Look at look at Josh Allen. He's a monster. Can't get past Mahomes. So when I look at Drake May, 6'4", 230. When I look at Jaden Daniels, 6'4", 210. Even as I scroll through and I'm trying to get to the guys like Bo Nix or uh, some of these other quarterbacks, and miss me with the J.J. McCarthy stuff. Michael Penix Jr., 6'3", 216. Bo Nix, 6'2", 213. J.J. McCarthy, 6'3", 202 pounds. If J.J. McCarthy is somebody's, like, actual idea, no, no. It's not not worth bringing up. James is in North Arlington. What's up, James? You're on the fan. Thanks for calling me. Uh, uh, the Chico release was very nice tonight, but don't forget, Chico's in the radio booth every night for every game. And uh, well, he, he returned. He returned to our internet. He he returned to our Twitter and Instagram pages. But yeah, I know he's up there. They showed him up there. Um, yeah. And, and like I said, I got to meet him. On the good, good. I got to meet him at the uh, media. Thing in the beginning, but that was my first time meeting him. Um, ne- hadn't seen him, hadn't seen him before that. But uh, good call that he's he's in the booth um, every every home game. So, so, so the coach this morning made it very clear that th- there was going to be growing pains, and I I have to give him a lot of credit because uh, you know he does have a lot of youth on his team this year, and uh, the Devils at fifty one points they're they're really in the hunt, which is uh, when you're talking a lot today about. How like the Yankees? They don't. Have to, they don't have to win a hundred games as long as they make it into the playoffs. And in hockey, of all the sports, we know that's true. Look at last year, how Boston uh, got knocked down. They had the best record. Mm-hmm. The Devils last year had over a hundred points. And from the beginning of the season, the Devils ha- have sort of been under the understanding that they know that they can make the playoffs. They have a good enough team. There's going to be growing pains, and, and I think tonight's game definitely showed. Uh, again, the coach talked about this morning about mental toughness, and he did have a little timeout, and he basically put the guys, you know, in their ear that you're not out of this game, and, and they responded. And uh, just a note on on, on Tyler's uh, 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 hat trick. That's the first hat trick to win a game since Patrick Elias did it in 2001. So that's mm. pretty good company to be in. Now, there's a real legend of the Devils. So uh, it was a great game tonight. And again, beating a Stanley Cup winning team only goes to show you that New Jersey, uh, this this team has a long way to go, and they have a lot of fight in them. And the coach was very happy tonight. Yeah, I, I mean that you was a question uh, about tonight. Much much needed win against the Stanley Cup champs in their building. I just I I was so pumped up watching that, and I knew I I was saying it on air. Uh, you know, after the second period when it was five to four, I'm like, let's see if they can come back, tie it win it late like we've seen them do a bunch of times without Curtis Jack Hughes had, now without Dougie Hamilton there well, are other guys that can get it done well Curtis Curtis had two goals Curtis was our buddy right uh, again he was complimented on a couple of very big blocks I tell you again a veteran player very tough and and, and you have to tell you Luke as a, well yesterday he's more than a young player I mean this is last season he only played at the end of the season talk, talk about a young kid who has an upside? I mean, great pass, and and, and definitely you know t- showing how to play defense. Yeah, those Hughes brothers, man, they are uh, hockey is their family business. I saw that goal that Quinn Hughes had against the Blackhawks tonight. And I'm like, what do you do against that? Nothing. You just watch. 
And it's, it's very nice that you called out uh, Ryan, Amanda, and Chrissy, because I tell you, they are great covering the Devils, myself with the Post Eagle. I, I mean, they, 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 the Devils have a, a great crew of people covering yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, I shout them out because I started, when I started trying to, like, learn more and stay up on the team, I found them on Twitter, and I have post notifications on from them, and they keep me updated with whatever's going on with the club. We hope to see you again. When are you going to make it out to a game again? I was talking, shout out to Pete Albeats. I was talking to Pete Albeats. Uh, I, I want to, yeah, Pete is the man. He's done a lot for me and, and hooks it up over there, but I'm like, I have this nine-month-old baby that's added a layer to my life where, uh, I don't do as many things as I used to do, like go out to hockey games or basketball games. And what I'm trying to do is, um, you know, put in my time now so that when it gets warmer, I can go to Yankee Stadium. And my wife is like, good, you're you're good to go. You know, you spent the whole winter in the house. Go, go to the stadium. See you when you get home at 3 in the morning. It's great being a father, isn't it? It's great. It's just different. I just... This is my first year, not even a full year yet, like sacrificing things that I like to do because my kid comes first. Like, I used to look at calendars and say, okay, I'm going to go to this home game, this home game, this home game, and I could just get in my car, dip out. My wife would be at work, and whenever I see her, I see her, and whatever. Can't do that anymore. There's a baby that needs to be fed and uh, watched and played with and diaper changed and put to, to naps in bed and I can't just leave the house and be like, yo, bro, you got it on your own. <laughs> Are you planning a big birthday party for a one-year-old? That's usually a great time for, you know... My, my, my wife has brought it up and uh, we've thought about a few different things and I keep going back to the fact that, like, a one-year-old birthday party is our party. It's not for him. He's not going to remember it. He doesn't have any friends. It's it's like where do we want to do the party? I think we're gonna have two parties. I think we're gonna have one up here in New York, Jersey City area, maybe Hoboken, maybe I don't know, and then one where we're from, um, down the shore in Monmouth County, so that it's you know easier for grandparents and friends to get there. But yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe you could have it. Maybe you could have it at the Breakers in Spring Lake. Great place, the Breakers in Spring Lake. Yeah, uh, it's there's actually another hotel down in that area that was on the list. Not the Breakers. I actually know the people that own that. Shout out to my my boy Dino. Um, well, Cosmo, Cosmo Sardino, great guy, Cosmo. Yeah, there's uh there's another hotel. It's funny you mentioned that. There's another hotel that that was suggested to us uh, that just got redone. I don't know if it's the Breakers. Maybe it's somewhere next. Well, if you're door. interested in the Breakers, you let me know. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm not. My my wife is spearheading it. I think my sister threw out the name of. Um, this other place. Now I want to find it. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, now that you mentioned that, I got to figure out the name of the the hotel that they were at. So so I'll tell you, it's great that you talk a little devils because, again, they're the New Jersey team, and it, and it's, you know, i tell you something, and they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Coach I think they're going to make the playoffs. I was talking about, you know, how in, in football, you know, guys just get worn down and they're beat up, and then you get to these – these games at the end of the year where you need everybody ready and there's guys out for the season, there's guys that are playing that are banged up and not as effective. It is literally survival of the healthiest. Who's got as many healthy guys when you get to the end of the road here? All right, thanks for the call, James. Appreciate the, you know, um, let's keep it rolling. Let's go to Dwight and Asbury Park on the fan. 
What's up, Dwight? Yeah, okay, public enemy, I hear you got 50 pumping in the background. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, hey, listen. That that receiver you was t- talking about, Romo Dunze, I think he can still be a first rounder in spite of the fact they they got smoked by um te- smoked in the Oh yeah, he's by he's definitely going in the first round. Like we see, you know, four or five receivers. Like last year, there was a bunch of receivers in the first round. Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Quentin Johnson. I'm probably blanking on uh, somebody that's an obvious one, but yeah, he's definitely going first round. Yeah, um, I was I was talking with um the Presti um last night, and I was asking him about um the the DB position. How many DBs you think will be taken in the first round? I think a a lot. I I honestly think a lot of DBs. Um, the first one might not be Kool Aid McKinstry, but Kool Aid McKinstry's name has popped up a bunch out of Alabama for years now. Tankathon has him number one. But I was just watching Connor Rogers. Shout out to Connor if you're listening, bro. I need you back on the fan. He was breaking down Cooper DeGene from Iowa, who I was yeah, familiar that's with. That's the one I was, t- I, was, I, was, I was asking him about. Yo, the guy they're saying. Yeah, but they're saying this kid was all world athlete, like everything basketball, uh, football, baseball, dominated. They said in football, he was the starting quarterback. Was like a running quarterback, throwing quarterback. Like they're they're saying, there's no way Cooper. Somebody's gonna see him and say, yeah, this is this is our guy. Thanks for the call. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. At this point, I probably won't even get to my last couple calls. We got a break, but Cooper DeGene, C O O P E R D E capital J E A N out of Iowa. Um, go look up some of this kid's highlights. Him dunking the basketball. In high school, him running the football as a quarter, like, he just a dominant athlete. Oh, and running track, too. That was the other sport, not baseball. Track, he was dominating. Okay. Um, this time is dominating me. I got to take the break. Let's take this quick timeout. Cam to Am returns right after this. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, thanks for listening to another five-hour KM to AM for five seconds, five minutes, or five hours. I've got five minutes left to take my last two calls. Let's do that right now. Rocco in Saratoga. You got it, Rock. Go. Hey, all right, Keith. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Good. Hey, what do you mean Jackson has no friends? Jackson's <laughs> got a ton of friends. Come on. I mean, he's he does. They say he's popular at the library and the park and whatnot and... Uh, yeah, he's popular I, with us, Keith. Yeah, he's popular with, he's us. Popular with okay. WFAN listeners. But, like, for the That's most part, right. like, I'm not sending out invitations to his one-year-old birthday party to kids in the neighborhood or kids. Oh, that, so I'm not getting an invite. No, nah, nobody you. is. Really is. Whoever my wife is I inviting, and I'm going to pull up. I'm really just trying to see if I could DJ hey, it. I just want I just want a, a, a venue that will let me, like, plug in my speakers and my DJ stuff and blast the music oh, that I want to play. Yeah. And you're going to be rocking it. You're going to be rapping it. Yeah. Uh, Keith, I got I got wireless microphones it. on deck. Yo. Bringing the boogie down to Jackson's party. Yeah, New Jack City. 
Yeah, New Jack, New Jack, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Get the New Jack down around the town with Jack. Hey, yeah, okay, let's on. do it. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, we get that rap and a cap and a bit bop, batty, bat, master flex night. A little rat in the scat. Hey, I grew up in the Bronx, dude. When rap, we did rap before rap, rap was rap. Duke, the hard, the hard. Yeah, and on the asphalt courts of Jackson houses, man. <laughs> we had the boombox going. This in the early seventies. And we were rapping and tapping before they said, well, rap was around yeah. before rap, you if know. it wasn't for the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah, come on. In the Bronx, Jackson houses on the asphalt courts in the middle of the projects there. It was happening. You were outside we were with them too? Tapping. That was your era? Yeah, that was we your time? Yeah, hey, I grew up in the uh, PJs. With DJ years, Cool dude. Herc? Oh, come on, man. I, I, the Rock was the Rock. Man, I was the I'll rock take your before word the for rock. It. You a bad man, Rock. I believe you. I can see it now. That's right. You better believe it, dude. You got to be bad down there. You know no who I was forgetting about? Rock. Jackson Smith and Jigba. When I was talking about the hey. receivers drafted, yeah. Jackson Smith and, Jib- and Jigba was the first receiver drafted. I said Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. I hey, forgot. Quentin, it comes no. back to me. Yeah. It comes back to me. Yeah. See, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm a Jackson fan. I grew up in Andrew Jackson houses, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my grandson is Jackson too. See, so that's Rock, Jackson. Rock, we got another yeah. call. Okay, Rock, let's talk draft. Yeah, come on, Rock. <laughs> yeah, let, hey, let's get real now, okay? Come on, draft Giants. I want them to build up the offensive line a little more. I know they're going to get a QB. The draft is deep in QBs this year. You could pick later, and you're going to get a quality. I like Penix Jr. Anyway, he's not going to go real early. I like Daniels, but. I would take Daniels way before Caleb. Caleb is overrated. I'm telling you, you're right. I think Caleb at best is 5'10". You know when Caleb got outed? When they played Notre Dame. Yep. And, and Notre Dame, three intercepts, knocked him around. He did nothing. Notre Dame totally dominated USC. The rest of the season, Caleb was not the same quarterback. So if he plays in the NFL, he thinks he's going to run, and those backers hammer him, hammer him, he's not going to be running for long, you know? Did he just drop off? AJ, AJ in South Jersey, my last call of the night. You got a minute. Go for it. Hey, Keith, what's up? You know, rock, let him rock, rock the mic, and uh, I guess he just gave up and hung up the phone. Yeah, he gave me an opportunity. I got to thank him for that. But uh, I'm calling about Aaron Rodgers. I just wanted, uh, I guess I'm from your area in South Jersey by Lakewood. You ever heard of Lakewood? Of course. Of like course. The, the Pioneers. <laughs> I got a bunch of Pioneers, friends that live in, in, in all around Lakewood, Tom's River area, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you mentioned Asbury Park, you just mentioned Breakers. Like, yeah, I know that place. Yeah, we we probably know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. That's my old stomping ground. Yeah, anyway. For sure. Yeah, before yeah before you before the music starts, I just wanted to talk about Aaron Rodgers. You know, everyone's getting all hyped up about uh, the season, but remember what happened last season where everyone was talking about it, and I remember watching that game. Four plays in, he went down, and I'm like, oh no, this is no good. And now it's just for the season. What do you hold? Are people getting too hyped up? Like, what can we expect? Because I'm 
but then it could really happen again where you have it where he's playing, and then like we got to rely on Zach Wilson again. Yeah, I think now you actually have a ton of caution. Now there will be a backup veteran quarterback that can play, and I think going through the experience that you felt this year, you don't go into next season half as excited. There's hope, there's optimism, but maybe there's an actual backup plan. All right, C-Max coming up next. That's all I've got. I'll be on late tomorrow after the Nets game. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.